Hello everyone, it's your girl Teresa and welcome to Dear Future Hubby, the podcast. And I am your host, Teresa Reese. Of course, you already know how we do it. I will be reading a poem from my book of poetry. The book of poetry is called A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry by yours truly, Teresa Reese. If you would love to purchase my book, you are more than welcome to go to IamTeresaReese.com and you will receive further instructions on how to do just that. And if you don't know how to spell it, it is I-A-M-T-E-R-E-S-A-R-E-E-S-E.com. Let's get started. So the poem on tonight is I Let Go First, and it goes like this. There was once a man who would always try to move heaven and earth for me. To this man, I meant everything. He did his very best to make me happy. But I was a young lady, and I knew nothing about love. I only knew what I dreamed of love to be. So his efforts didn't really impress me. But I kept on pretending while he kept on pursuing. He lacked understanding as to why I kept running away from him. Then one day, I really hurt his ego by deciding to let him go and explore a whole new world, the one I'd imagined. Maybe it was his heart that I broke, but it was me who let go first. So I wanted to talk tonight about when things happen in your life that you were not prepared for. Emotionally, spiritually, mentally. And this particular poem, there was a gentleman who spent a lot of energy pursuing me. But because I did not have an example of what true love looked like in that season of my life, I couldn't recognize that his efforts were love efforts. I didn't look at it as love. I looked at it as lust. Partially because I was a virgin when he was doing all of this pursuing. So in my mind, I was under the impression that he was doing this pursuing because he just wanted to be the person to take my virginity. Please understand, that was my understanding. However, through the course of my knowing this gentleman, that was, I was proven wrong. Because even as time went on, life went on, we kept finding each other, crossing one another's path. And even in those moments where we were crossing each other's path, he was still treating me like the queen he viewed me to be. 
even after we had crossed the path of being intimate, he kept treating me like the queen that I was meant to be treated as. But because I did not recognize what love looked like, because I didn't know what unconditional love looked like, it was a foreign language to me coming from him. I could not understand why someone would even pursue me to the magnitude that he was pursuing me. So I would literally listen to the lies playing in my mind, things that have been said to me as I was growing up, you're not anything, you're not going to amount to anything. Those were the tapes that I kept playing back in my mind. So then when someone came and they were pursuing me and letting me know that I was something, that I was significant, that my life had value, that was foreign to me. I thought something was wrong with him. Even after I had multiple children, it did not stop him from pursuing me. And I was still like, uh... He's still trying to pursue me. And so I even had people that I love that are very dear to me telling me he's pursuing you because he's trying to make you his wife. I'm like, no, he could have anybody else. No children. He no, he could have anybody. Why would he choose me? And I was like, why did I do that to myself, Lord? Why did I like, accept the fact that someone could see who I was even when I didn't see who I was? When someone could see the potential that was within me and that they could tell that I wasn't a person that was going to sit on the potential, that eventually I would tap into the essence of who I was and I would take that potential and apply it and become someone great how come I could not believe someone else's perception of me so because I operated in self-doubt and self-sabotage I ended up sabotaging what could have very well been a healthy relationship because I didn't have a model of what true love looked like, at least compared to. Because looking back, the older that I got, the wiser that I got, I started to recognize the models that were always in front of me. They were just in different forms. And that's where the television kept messing my head up because I had a fantasy mindset. I just really felt like, okay, so you're supposed to sweep me off my feet. And, you know, you got to make sure you do X, Y, and Z. And then I'll know that you love me. All according to a script. Not real life. Simply fantasy. But because I did not have a prime, true example in that season of my life, I pushed away someone who genuinely, wholeheartedly loved me for me. So fast forward, I've done the work. So now that I've done the work, 
I am able to recognize my value. I am able to recognize that I am significant. I am able to recognize that my life has meaning. I am able to recognize that I am the favor that God talks about in the Bible when he says, he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. I'm able to recognize those qualities in me now because I did the work. And when I think about how many of us, because I know that I'm not the only one, but when I think about how many of us have literally rejected people that truly meant us the best of good because we did not know how to receive being blessed by someone who had pure intentions. Yes, there are a lot of people that may have false intentions or bad intentions but there are also a lot of people that have the best intentions for you and if we're not careful if we lean on our own understanding without truly trying them according to the word watching the fruit that they bear we could fall in that trap of pushing our blessings away By the time you realize it, the damage has been done. The blessing has left the building. So I hope that this is a lesson to someone. Try the spirit by the spirit. Try the spirit by the word of God. Make sure that you know whenever, because whenever a blessing is coming or whenever, it doesn't always come in the package that you think is going to come in. That's another hard lesson. Maybe for another day. But I have learned that as well. Because sometimes we get so caught up. In what the world says that we should have. And what this person should look like. Or whatever. That we literally may push away our blessing. Because it didn't come in the package. That we thought it should come in. For us to believe. That it was coming from God. There's another scripture in the Bible that says he that believes that he is something when he is nothing deceives himself. So in that immature mindset that I had for a season, I felt like there was a part of me that felt like and it went twofold. When it came to the outer appearance, I made excuses of like, no, I don't know. I could do better, you know. And then when it came to how I felt about myself, no, nah, he could do better. And all of it was literally stinking thinking. All of it had nothing to do, like I couldn't even enjoy the blessing. Because in the back of my mind, I was like, you know how many women you could be taking out that ain't got no kids, that ain't got no responsibilities. You're a single man. Why would you choose me and I got kids? Plural, not just one. I got kids. So if I literally pushed away and I didn't just no, let me correct. Let me just let y'all know something for real, for real. I haven't just pushed away one good man. It's been a couple. So all of it is because I didn't do the work. It wasn't until I did the work that I started to realize, why are you sabotaging these relationships, girl? Like, what is going on with you? I'm going to need you to like do some real soul searching and figure it out. And I'm going to need you to do it quickly because, girl, you hitting on 50. 
What is happening? Letting all these good men go by because you don't like this and you don't like that. Why are you so picky? Who told you you could be that picky? You're not going to find nobody perfect but Jesus. So you need to sit your behind down somewhere, do the work, figure it out. So the next time you are presented with a lovely man of God, you won't be so caught up in the surface that you cannot see his heart. Because at the end of all days, God is looking at the matters of the heart. All this other surface stuff is going to fade. Does he love you? Does he love your children like they're his children? Is he a man of God? Does he respect you? Will he honor you? Will he be loyal and monogamous and faithful? Is he honest? Is he an honest man with integrity, girl? Let's get it together. Does he have faith in God? Does he allow God to order his steps? Yes, he's going to make mistakes. Does he make you laugh? Can you tell him anything? And I do mean anything. Good, bad, ugly, or indifferent. Can you talk to him? Can you be mad at him for one second or two seconds or maybe even half a day? And then look at him and be like, oh, I can't stand you, but I love you all the same. That's what you're trying to build a legacy with. Not the surface stuff. I learned the hard way. But I hope I learned the hard way so that you don't have to. This will conclude my podcast on tonight, but y'all know how I do it. Before I conclude completely, I would like to read a letter to my future hubby. It was written on today, January the 20th, inauguration day, January the 20th, 2021. And it says, dear future hubby, I hope this letter finds you well. I hope you are resting well too. I also hope that each and every one of your dreams are coming true for you. Today was a very eventful day, but then again, I feel like most of them are. However, today I met with a coach. I've been working on my vision and setting things in motion. After all, what is a dream without application? I desire for my dreams to come true. I've even been dreaming about the first time that I lay my eyes on you. I've been dreaming about whether or not you and I will just know. And I do mean truly know. I can imagine myself meeting you for the very first time and saying in my head, of course, he's all right. While the butterflies are floating around in my stomach. Why do some of us women act so disinterested when we meet a fine man? How do I know you're fine? Well, didn't I say earlier that I've been dreaming about you? You are fine in my dreams. Duh. I love you. Love, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed and wonderful evening. And like I always say, take care of yourself because there's only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Bye.